Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Timothy Go here sitting in for 2010 this Friday. You're listening to your evening runway here on Money FM 89.3. And we are looking at Market View right now when we take a look at how Singapore's stock markets will likely close for the day. What the biggers, biggest movers are, the sectors and companies to watch out for, and how you can better position your portfolio. So now let's have a look at how the stock markets performed this Friday. Um, at the open today, the STI was up 0.1% to 3150 points after 34.2 million securities change hands. As for uh, the SGX right now, well, they're still looking good and they are still trading. Um, well, they're about to close, actually. <laughs> they're still looking good, though, uh, right now. So that's a good thing. The benchmark SCI is up almost half a percent, 0.42% to be precise at 3160. As for the value turnover, 977 million Sing dollars worth of shares change hands today. Um, 289 gainers versus 285 losers. The top five movers, DBN, Singtel, UOB, Genting, Singapore, OCBC. As for the other heavily traded securities. They are Genting Singapore, Citrium, and Singtel. Now, let's have a look at Singapore factory uh, output because it contracted 2.5% year-on-year in December, dragged down by double-digit decline in the volatile biomedical sector. Um, This is according to the Singapore Economic Development Board's uh, data, which was out uh, earlier today. The reading registered a decline from the previous month's revised figure of 0%. Uh, Excluding the biomedical cluster, factory output grew half a percent slower than November's revised growth figure of 1.1%. As for the whole of 2023, Singapore factory output declined 4.3%, excluding biomedical uh, manufacturing. Factory output shrunk 3.6% for the whole year. Do we have time to have a look at the Asian stock market? Say, hey, why not? Um, let's see. Down under, the ASX closed today at 0.48%. In Tokyo, the Nikkei 225 closed down 1.3%. Uh, the Cosby closing in the green 0.3%. The Hang Seng closing almost 2% down 1.76%. Shanghai Composite closing in the green 0.14%. All right, let's uh, delve deeper into the movers and shakers in the market this Friday. Sunny Show lead technical analyst at CIOS is joining us on the phones right now. Uh, Sunny, the U.S. economy grew faster than expected in the fourth quarter. This is uh, amid strong consumer spending as well. So GDP up 3.3% on a yearly basis uh, in Q4. How do you think this would complicate matters now for the Fed's looking ahead? Yes, hi Tim. Thanks for having me on the show. Yes, the world largest economy in US uh, expanded at the annual rate of 3.3% in the three months to the end of December. And economies has uh, predicted a mark of 2%. So the results that we saw was actually much, much better than anticipated. So this is adding to the mounting evidence, including the CPI data as mm-hmm. well as the non-farm payroll data earlier this month, that the, the US economy is still going very strong. And despite the historical elevated interest rate that we are seeing right now. So the data also indicate that we are still on track for a soft landing uh, without sparking any economic meltdown. So we had a bit of a rally yesterday in the US market. 
On the central bank outlook, it is uh, widely tipped to keep the borrowing cost on hold uh, at the two-decade high rates of 525 to 5.5% at the meeting uh, later this month. But the Fed fund futures pricing is showing that the probability of us seeing a rate cut in March, the next meeting, at around a 50% chance. Okay. Um, so with with all that that you talked about in the U.S. here in Singapore, shares of the STI, um, well, they were not so bad today compared to the previous day. So any surprises when it comes mm-hmm. to the biggest movers? I think sent, uh, Fraser Centerpoint Trust is what we were watching closely today. Yes, uh, Fraser Centerpoint Trust has uh, closed it, a uh, private placement of the $200 million. We'll come to that, but on, overall as a whole on the STI in Singapore today, we did have uh, a rally in the early part of the day in the morning, but market seems to have given up much of those gains towards the close. And towards the close, I'm only seeing STI up about 11 points or about 0.3%. And the biggest winner today, we have Genting Singapore, uh, which is up about 4.5 cents or 4.6%. Uh, this is on the news that Singapore and China has announced a visa-free travel deal which allows travelers to visit uh, their countries for up to 30 days uh, without a visa. Mm-hmm. And this came after, a day after uh, MBS, Marina Bay Sands, reported that the uh, Singapore Integrated Resort Casino revenue grew by a massive 84% to US $740 million. So this could be, uh, that could be further upside for Genting Singapore share prices. On Fraser Centerpoint yeah. Trust, mm-hmm. it's a $200 million private placement closed at the issue price of $2.18 per new unit. It represents a discount to the latest closing price, which I last checked, at $2.22. So this private placement is used partially to fund the acquisition of Next Shopping Mall, the biggest shopping right. mall in Serangoon. And upon completion, Fraser Centerpoint Trust will hold an effective 50% stake in that property. Okay, now there were a lot of, um, well, a lot of movements in the market today. So share with us which one stood out the most for you. We've got Prosper Cap uh, making its debut, LHN Group signing a contract with MOH Holdings, Cord Lime seeing its substantial shareholders selling off about 4.6 million of its shares. Which one is uh, the most newsworthy for you? Yes, a lot of happening on the Singapore listed firms today, but the one that caught my attention was really caught live substantial shareholders mm. selling off 4.6 million shares. So this may signal uh, serious issues within the company. The license of uh, Cod Blood Bank has been in the news since last November for damaged Cod Blood units for at least 2,000 of its customers, mm-hmm. having found to expose uh, them at a suboptimum temperature. And since then, investigation has been ongoing, and MOH recently found some lapses where some of their new uh, Cod Blood processing methods implemented in August 2023 was uh, not properly validated according to protocol. The temperature monitoring system in the firm also failed to send notification when temperatures dropped in certain tanks um, between February and June last year. And monthly preventive uh, maintenance of measures were also not carried out uh, for some of their tanks in 2022 as well. So there could there seems like there could be some systematic failures in the process of the company and already uh, this has been happening for some time all the way back to 2022. And this sell-off from the substantial shareholder may, may signal a loss in confidence in the management of the company. So investors holding on to the shares have to be very cautious and look out uh, closely for further developments from the firm. Okay, let's uh, have your thoughts on this one. Singapore's factory output, it contracted 2.5% year-on-year. What do you think? 
I think Singapore output has suffered an unexpected drop in December, weighed down by a decline in biomedical industry. So if we exclude this uh, volatile biomedical sector, the factory output actually grew by 0.5% in December. So it's not too bad, but this reflects the bumpiness or the unevenness of Singapore uh, manufacturing recovery. So while the worst of the manufacturing slump is behind us, do expect the recovery to be a bit slow and gradual and expect a downward revision to our fourth quarter GDP year on year. Okay, one last thing, uh, Sunny. Let's talk about um, what's happening around the region. Chinese regulators, um, they said that uh, China has granted more than 100 new video game licenses um, for January. So is this enough to spur economic activity uh, in the Chinese economy? Looking at the uh, HSI, or the Hang Seng Index performance and some of the China tech names today, I don't think this is enough. I think this, uh, this announcement by the regulators is more of a business as usual kind of uh, announcement, uh, approving 115 video games license. So it's, it's the concern with uh, tech, tech names or, or video game names investors is that uh, we are not looking at how many games were approved or were they stop uh, this uh, not allowing video games to be approved anymore, but rather how much uh, are users allowed to spend on the video games or how much can they win from the video game? Because the China regulators don't want the video games to become a gambling sort of thing, so they are trying to limit that. But this would definitely limit the revenues that the video gaming firms can earn. So that's the question. Mm. Now, is it enough to spur economic activity looking at uh, the long-term trajectory and the slowdown in China growth, I think that this is definitely not enough just by uh, allowing the more new video games. Um, I think that still has, uh, there's still a lot more that the regulators need to do. Uh, investors are, are needing to see a sustained acceleration in China economic activity before the equity market can start to outperform. And we have concern about uh, China long-term trajectory growth uh, because of the slowdown in consumption growth. And of course, the property market is weighing down on the uh, consumer spending. And we are also worrying that this property market crisis could be spreading to the other the financial institutions in China, especially we see some of the wealth management starting to uh, go under recently. Great to hear your thoughts on all of this, Sunny. Sunny Show is lead technical analyst at CS. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.